When are you supposed to come up with these big monumentous ideas as the entrepreneur, as the leader, as the CEO? When are you supposed to come up with those ideas when you are on a call? nine to five, Monday through Friday. Hey everyone, what's up? Latasha from the future here. Just wanted to hop on really quick and let you know that I'm hosting my free freelance social media management live training this coming Monday, the 17th. And I'll also be unveiling one of those once in a year kind of offers that you definitely won't want to miss if you're a freelance social media manager. I first hosted this live training back in 2020. I got a ton of great feedback on it. It's basically a deep dive into the five major things that I did to take my business from just being kind of a lowly freelance gig to a full-fledged revenue generating machine. So you won't want to miss it. I will have the link for you to RSVP down in the description box on YouTube, as well as in the show notes, and probably put it in a swipe up on my Instagram stories at the Latasha James as well. So let's get into the episode. Today, we're talking about a hot topic. We're talking about how I plan my weeks as an entrepreneur. One of the things that I hear a lot about and see a lot about is the concern that people aren't going to know what they're supposed to do when they're fully self-employed. And yeah, that's actually a really good point. I have always been pretty self-disciplined, I guess you could say. So I never really stressed about that before I started my business, but I totally get it. And when I really sit down to think about it, I'm like, man, it does require a certain level of discipline. So I hope that this episode can help you all out when it comes to actually structuring and planning your own days and uh, weeks. First, I want to say that every day, Monday through Friday, and really Sunday through Saturday, to be honest, it's important for me to schedule in routines. I'm not perfect, definitely not perfect about a morning routine where I'm having this like beautifully handcrafted breakfast every day and these like 10 minutes of meditation. I'm definitely not perfect like that, but I do have a couple things that I make sure that I always start my day with and that's some type of self-help or education. I mean, it can be as little as just a couple pages of a book that I'm reading or it can be as big as, uh, you know, taking a course, like working on a course or listening to an hour long podcast or something like that. If you're listening to this, chances are, hopefully I'm a part of your morning routine. Comment down below and let me know uh, if I am. That'd be interesting to hear. Something like that I think is really important because as an entrepreneur, it's really easy to think about everybody else, you know, your clients, your team, maybe your family, and, and you get pushed down to the bottom. And it's also hard if you are in any position of power, if you will, if you're a leader to anybody, you're the one who's supposed to have all the answers. And we don't know everything. Like, I wanna be very clear about that. We don't know everything. Entrepreneurs really need to continue learning. I mean, I am committed to learning until I am in the ground. <laughs> I'm gonna be in my hospital bed saying all my goodbyes, probably still listening to some podcast or whatever way we take in information at that point. God willing, it'll be many years from now. But my point is you have to learn forever <laughs> as an entrepreneur. So you have to schedule it into your day or else it won't happen. I also make sure to get some form of exercise into my morning routine. I'm not great at this, if I'm being honest. Usually it's just a short walk. It's like, hey, let me grab coffee somewhere or like, let me go run an errand and I try to get exercise out of it. When I'm feeling 
a little bit better. <laughs> I will work out. I'll do like a YouTube workout. I don't ever go to the gym. That's just not my thing. And then third is nourishment. I always make sure to not just wake up and slam a coffee. It's really a bad habit to get into. Even if it's just a handful of like nuts, sometimes that's a breakfast. If I'm in a super rush or like a healthier granola bar or some berries, something to fuel your body is really important. Same thing for a shutdown routine. This one is less personal though. My shutdown routine really involves uh, pulling daily revenue numbers. I have this revenue spreadsheet that I look at pretty much every day and I try to go in and uh, you know update all of the numbers for the day. Hopefully they've all moved. That's a good sign if we've moved forward and we've earned more revenue for the business in that day. And then I also review my calendar for next day make sure that like all of my calendar invites have meeting links attached to them or that I feel prepared for all of them. If I don't, I'll reschedule them or see if I need more information or something. And then I also, this one's big is I set my priorities for the following day. I actually do this the night before. Like I said, it requires quite a bit of self-discipline to be an entrepreneur. And if you wake up and you're not feeling motivated one day and you don't have a list to start on, that's how people I think get in the cycle of just sitting on the couch and watching TV. And I mean, I've been there like full honesty. I have been there and it's always been those days where I don't have a clear priority for my week and for my following day is when I'm like, you know what? I'm just tired. Let me just lay on the couch anyway. That's my morning and shutdown routine every single day. Now I want to get into actually the weekly blocking. So first thing I will say is I block out all of my days. And by that, I mean, I have different days of the week are for different things. I'm not just open availability for anybody who wants to throw a meeting on my calendar or just kind of willy millying the week. I break up each day into different things. So first thing is I recommend everybody has a CEO day. I have talked about this multiple times. I, I think I've inspired a little bit of a revolution. I shared an Instagram post where a lot of people were chatting about it and it got me really excited. But a CEO day is basically a day that is as meeting free as you can get it. And it is your day. Back when I worked in retail and I was a manager in retail, we had uh, store manager days. Like she had a day of the week where she just sat in the back room and her assistant managers, you know, I was one of them. We ran the show and she was there doing computer work, doing paperwork, doing hiring stuff, doing, you know, all the boring admin type tasks that you need to do to keep the business running. I want you to do the same thing in your business. And I know it's hard and I know it's scary, but it is so important. I'm talking taxes. I'm talking bookkeeping. HR, deep thinking and strategizing. When are you supposed to come up with these big monumentous ideas as the entrepreneur, as the leader, as the CEO? When are you supposed to come up with those ideas when you are on a call nine to five, Monday through Friday, or doing the work Monday through Friday, nine to five? Like, when do you have time to think? And I know you might be like, you know what? I do it afterwards. And I did that for a long time. And there is a certain amount of time where you just kind of have to like, work overtime, but even still, I am not coming up with good ideas when I'm overworked and I'm burnt out. I really need that time. So I usually do my CEO days on 
either Monday or Friday. It was Monday, but I started my social media management accelerator. So I'm teaching live classes often on Mondays that'll end in May, but uh, I'll be running another one in September. So I think I'm actually moving my CEO days to Friday, which is actually pretty nice because then I have like a meeting free Friday, but either way, pick a day. The other benefit of a CEO day is it's a day where you don't have to get dressed, put on makeup. You can just be however you wanna be. You can work from a coffee shop, a friend's house, a boyfriend's house, you know, whatever you wanna do, it's your day. And I think it is important as entrepreneurs that we do have some perks. Like, why are we like trapping ourselves in these offices, working? Monday through Friday, nine to five all the time. You might as well just get a job. Like there's job, I could get a job and it would be easier than that. Have some perks for yourself. That If it's a short Friday or a late day on Monday, that's what I was doing for a while. My CEO days were on Mondays and I would start the day at 11 a.m. on Mondays. And it made Sunday nights really fun because I could just stay up late, watch a movie, whatever. Then for me, I block out Tuesday and Thursday as my meeting days and or work days. So. I let clients know, hey, I'm available to meet Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or when, you know, and or when I'm not in meetings, I am actually getting the work done that I need to do. I'm scheduling the social posts. I'm mocking up the graphic. I am, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. Oh, wait, sorry, not Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday and Thursday. And then Wednesday for me, this might be different. We'll talk about this in a second, but Wednesday for me is content creation day. So that is when I sit down and I'm actually recording today on a Friday. I don't know what I did on Wednesday. I can't remember. This week has been a weird week, actually. Now I'm just remembering. But anyway, Wednesdays are usually my content creation days. And that means that I am recording, you know, YouTube videos, podcasts. I am editing stuff. Like I'm really just doing all the things content creation. I use two different tools to kind of plan these days out. One, I just use Google Calendar. I believe I have a video on how I block my Google Calendar. Some of the actual things I do might be a little out of date, but the actual process I use to to use that technology, it, it doesn't change. So I will be sure to link that in the show notes. So that way I can physically see, okay, today I have blah, blah, blah on the list. I have to get this video edited. I'm meeting with this person. I have a tax thing due, whatever. And then I also use HoneyBook. HoneyBook is a fantastic customer relationship management tool. I will leave my link down below, which gets you 50% off. It's pretty fantastic. But the cool thing about HoneyBook is you can actually create different calendars. So they have like a scheduling link similar to like a Calendly or an Acuity. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of it before, those tools before. But I like it because you can create different ones. I have one for a client call, you know, an existing client that's been signed there. They have a package. They just can have that link and book a call whenever they want to, for the most part. I have one for a networking call. So that's what I send out if somebody's like, I don't know, they send me a LinkedIn message and it seems like there is actually alignment or maybe somebody wants to have me on their podcast and I want to like meet them first or, you know, whatever, that kind of stuff. I will send them a networking call link. And then I also have a discovery call link. So that's if somebody wants to hire the agency or hire me as their coach, that is what I will send them. 
And all of those calendars have different availabilities. So like the client one has a particular availability, you know, Tuesday and Thursday. I think I actually have Wednesdays on there too, just because if they're my signed client, they can take priority over a YouTube video or whatever. Whereas a discovery call, I'm only offering those on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Networking calls are only gonna be on, you know, whatever day it is. That's something I really like is because each of those calls can have different availabilities and other things within there too. You can have like buffers, you can have a maximum amount that are booked in one day. And that's something I'll say too about stacking your meetings is if you delegate these different days or assign these different days for your tasks, you're going to have stacked days. And that's something you're going to have to get used to. And I guess that's something that's up to you to decide if you're okay with doing. For me, I actually really prefer it. So my Tuesdays and Thursdays are usually booked. I'm usually having three to four to sometimes five meetings in a day, which is a lot and it's tiring. By the end of the day, I'm like, <laughs> I'm ready for bed, but I actually love it. I really hate putting on makeup. I really hate, you know, having to stay in one place. I like to be able to like go to the store if I'm hungry or whatever. And so having just two days where I'm kind of tied to my desk and having to look a certain way actually feels a lot more freeing than having to do one call every day of the week. You know what I mean? So you have to decide on on what works best for you, but that personally feels like a lot more freedom. It gives me a lot more freedom to just have two days that I have to worry about. And then the rest is kind of, you know, it's my time really. I can organize my time however I want. The other thing I'll say is that for like that Wednesday day or really for any of these days, but in my, my instance for that Wednesday day, you need to really adapt to business needs, right? So like if I really need to generate leads for the business, I am going to schedule a day for that. My Wednesday is not going to be for YouTube content or Instagram content. It's going to be for cold calling or applying to things on Upwork or hosting webinars or doing some other lead generation activity. Just because I say Wednesdays are for YouTube videos for me, that doesn't mean that should necessarily be for you. Although actually YouTube videos are my number one lead generator. So in a way it is kind of my lead generation activity that I do. It's an inbound lead generator, but maybe you need to do some outbound stuff. And especially in the early days when I first started freelancing, I did. I I would have not just certain days of the week, but also certain hours of the day. I would make sure that I was doing prospecting for at least two hours a day when I first started out. Meaning I was going on Upwork, going on LinkedIn, hosting a webinar, doing some kind of pitching or, or cold emailing to a dream client. I was doing that often because you got to adapt to the business needs. Now that I'm pretty booked up, I'm really just maintaining and building the brand. That's kind of where my focus is. You know, if I'm uh, creating a new service or digital product, which I'm actually in the midst of, of updating my signature course, schedule days for that. So I'm actually... Uh, doing a lot of pre-filming right now. Like I said, I'm filming today on a Friday and that's kind of in hopes that next week, maybe Wednesday, I don't need to film anything and I can spend all Wednesday working on my course instead. So you need to adapt in that way. And then, you know, if you have a ton of coaching clients or, or clients in, in general, you need to schedule for that. So I'm able to keep my client calls to Tuesdays and Thursdays for the most part, maybe some Wednesdays, but mostly Tuesdays and Thursdays because I am not taking on a ton of clients right now. I don't have, you know, an over overflowing book right now, but if I wanted to scale that, I would need to 
live up to my end of the deal. You have to make yourself available for your clients if that's what you're promising them. So if you're working 20 hours a week for a client or you have a package that equates to about 20 hours a week, you need to make sure that you have those 20 hours a week to give to that client. So adjust as you see fit. The last thing when it comes to this is I also track my time. I'm going to be honest. I'm not great about doing it like every day and every week, but I try my best, especially when my workload changes. Like if I do take on a new client or like right now that I'm doing the social media management accelerator, this is a new thing, a new offer, a new format. So I've been tracking my time just to see how much time am I spending grading assignments? How much time am I spending doing admin stuff? How much time is I, am I spending actually creating the course content that is going to help me one when I run it the next time to price the course uh, you know appropriately to make sure that that is on par and it's also helping me to make sure that I'm using my time effectively if I do schedule CEO days for Fridays and I just sit and watch TV all day and I'm only getting like two hours of work done a day maybe I don't need a CEO day maybe I need a CEO morning and that will actually kick me in the behind to get things done rather than wasting an entire day. Uh, or if I feel like I'm, you know, that CEO day, you're actually making that a CEO marathon and you're working like all day and then some, maybe I need to do like a Monday half CEO day and a Friday all day CEO day. You can kind of react accordingly and it'll also help you outsource. You know, this is really this, the first step towards outsourcing is figuring out where your time is going, figuring out what you're slow at, what you're really efficient at and filling in those gaps. You know, there's certain things that like take me forever, even if I love doing them, like editing the podcast, I love it so much. I really, truly do but it was taking up a long, long time. And so I finally was able to and and decided to outsource the podcast. And even just getting that off of my hands has given me so much extra time and sanity. So thank you, Anya, for editing this. Tracking your time is really going to help you react to this accordingly. Your calendar is not probably going to look exactly like mine just based on your business needs, your workflow, how fast you are at certain things and what your team looks like. But I do hope that this was helpful. That's really and truly how I plan out my weeks and also a little bit into my kind of morning and shutdown routines. I hope this was helpful. If it was and you were on YouTube, you can leave me a thumbs up. If you're on the podcasting platforms, be sure to click follow. That way you can see whenever I put out a new episode. And yeah, I thank you so much for tuning in. I will talk to you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Show notes for this episode are available at latashajames.com slash podcast and contain all of the links I may have mentioned today, as well as an invitation to join my private Facebook group, the Freelance Friday Podcast Community. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon.